It's Thursday, January 31st, 2019, and welcome to episode 220 of Tech Talk for Teachers. I'm Tom Grissom. Welcome to Tech Talk for Teachers, the show about teaching and learning with technology. And in this episode, I kind of have a back to the semester, welcome back to the semester episode here. Uh, we're just finishing up our fourth week of, uh, of the new semester, and this month has been filled with those basic beginning at start of the semester questions. You know, how do I post my course in D2L? How do I uh, go out and post a video? What are my options available out there? How can I have students submit work to me and things, whether face-to-face or online? So this episode will just share some of the uh, technologies and technology-enhanced classroom questions that we've been getting uh, in the last couple of weeks. And here we go. It's time for another episode of Tech Talk for Teachers podcast, and this time I thought I would address some of the beginning of the semester questions that uh, seem to be common uh, whenever we start a new semester and we're finishing up our fourth week here at EIU. So just kind of want to go over an overview, and this may help uh, some uh teachers in the future or possibly help you out in whatever school district that uh, you happen to be in. But whenever we start, there's a lot of uh, preparation work, of course, that goes on. And uh, just doing refreshes on uh, our technology-enhanced classrooms, we're constantly upgrading, providing new equipment in there and refreshing. And that's one of the common questions. Since we've recently implemented touchscreens in all of our College of Education classrooms, I think the the word's still getting out there uh, for faculty that uh, they are out there, they're operational, ready to use, and they're basically replacing the functionality of our smart boards, and they're very easy to use, but if you'd like an overview, usually in a five or ten minute segment, I can uh, just quickly show you how to uh, get started, and if you're using PowerPoint, I'm still surprised by how many faculty are not aware if they hover over the left-hand corner of a PowerPoint slide you'll see the ghosted icons, or if you hover your finger over in the lower corner on a touchscreen, that provides you access to annotation tools like a pen, a highlighter, an eraser, uh, a laser pointer, and then also you can uh, use the uh, forward and back arrows uh, on touchscreen devices. So uh, if if you're out there teaching in a touchscreen-enabled classroom, make sure that you take advantage because annotating a slide with digital ink draws the student's attention to a particular point at a particular time, and it just makes the instruction that much clearer. So uh, if you need any help with that, uh, please see me. In addition, we are having some issues with some older projectors, our older VGA projectors, and matching it up with some of our higher resolution monitors. And if if you're experiencing a PowerPoint slide that's getting cut off at the bottom or on the sides, please call that into the help desk. That's a resolution problem that can can quickly be resolved, but we just need to know, we just need to be aware if there are issues out there with those. As far as, you know, getting started with the common things that every faculty member deals with, you know, posting a syllabus, we have several different options here at EIU. Uh, Many people post their syllabus inside Desire to Learn, our learning management system. Of course, it's available out there on websites through our department, uh, departmental websites. And then uh, many people are increasingly using OneNote, and they can just simply print a PDF file within OneNote and use the digital inking tools within that and go over that the first or second day of class. And then that's also perpetually, persistently available for the students throughout the course. 
D2L has uh, content modules to kind of chunk material uh, for instructional design terms, just going out there from one week to the next and constantly adding material to it. Of course, it has quizzes that can be auto-graded, as well as assignments uh, with Dropbox and Gradebook capability. As far as Office 365, more and more of our, of our faculty are discovering the world-class tools available within Office 365, whether that be you know, co-authoring documents with Word Online, the immersive reader and learning tools for inclusivity and accessibility across the Office 365 line, OneNote, uh, Microsoft Teams, uh, for Microsoft Teams, is they call it the uh, hub for teamwork, or in our case, the hub for classwork. And then, of course, Microsoft Stream, which I kind of think of as a, like a YouTube for EIU, where if you're a professor and you're making screencasts and, and uh, little mini lectures in video format, you can create your own Microsoft Stream channel and lock it down to just the people in your class. So just those 20 students in the class can see that. So that's quite helpful. And more and more of our uh, faculty are starting to supplement their you know, both their face-to-face -face class as well as 100% online class, of course, uh, with video instruction. Let's see what else? Microsoft Forms. Some people are discovering that they can use Microsoft Forms for a variety of different purposes. One of the nice things that I like to use it for uh, from a pedagogy perspective is just simply make an exit question at the end of class provide a Microsoft Forms link for your students. They can access it on their mobile phone and they can very quickly answer a multiple choice question or it could be a free form text box and just kind of get a feel for how the class session went or provide an opportunity for the students to provide you feedback for what's still unclear to them. Many, many different uses for that. So as you use these tools, please keep in mind the pedagogy first reason that we're using them to begin with, and that's to enhance our instruction, to amplify our instruction, to make our instruction more effective and more efficient uh, so that we can do more and so that our, that our students can master whatever uh, learning concepts, uh, skills, and knowledge that we want them to master. So that goes back to providing students repetition, you know, giving them plenty of time for practice, providing them feedback, you know, keeping that cycle short, providing space practice, you know, learning takes time, so don't just do everything all at once in a cramming session and expect students to remember because the research is quite clear that that does not work. Retrieval practice, that's one of the reasons I like OneNote because I can provide that material throughout a semester and if I need to go back and retrieve something or review a topic, it's literally just a couple of clicks away and we can go back and provide a re review session extremely easily. Providing reflections or you know, having students reflect upon a particular learning session or whether it's weekly or after every class, just providing them the opportunity to kind of debrief. And if you share a OneNote class notebook where students have their own individual notebooks that are shared back with the teacher, you essentially have a very easy two-way vehicle between you and a particular student to differentiate your instruction, provide feedback, provide some comments, and then, of course, uh, there's also a collaboration area if you want to kind of have a space for uh, where everybody can participate and all groups can see what other groups are doing. So it's quite flexible. More and more of our faculty are creating videos, and we have several different ways uh, to do that. We, have of course, still have the Office Mix plugin, which is still available 
it's kind of grandfathered into uh, some of the machines here that we have in the ITC. We have 38 Dell PCs that uh, are capable of quickly making a video screencast uh, with kind of the, the, the person, a picture in picture in the lower right hand corner, wherever you would like on the screen. Uh, we've also got some uh, other screencasting software. We also have the Kaltura video service available. And there's a personal media capture that's very easy to use for that, as well as if it's public information, some people are posting on YouTube if it's not confidential or if there's if there are no privacy concerns. And uh, if you've not checked out our ITC TechShare YouTube channel, I do post a lot of things out there publicly uh, that that's shared with the public and uh, many, many different ideas and things. And that kind of supplements our blog and this podcast as well. There's some things that we can do very well with an audio podcast, but there are some things that you need to be able to see, and that's where you know the video medium uh, is the preferred preferred option. So I'll provide links out in the show notes to you've obviously found the podcast, but to our blog and to our TechShare YouTube channel. So that's just some of the common things that uh, we're dealing with here at the beginning of the semester. It revolves around providing that feedback, being clear being organized as an instructor, uh, having everybody, quote unquote, on the same page. It's, it's very important. Everybody put their best foot forward at the beginning of the semester. And, uh, you know, it doesn't hurt to go over some note-taking skills as well. And many of our tools can help with that, planning, organization, outlook, planner, uh, the task manager, to-do list. We just have so many technologies available to help us. And one of the challenges is to sort out which ones are most effective for you and or your students. And that's part of the reason that we're talking about here on Tech Talk for Teachers. So let's go ahead and wrap it up and we'll go on to our technology picks of the week. My technology pick of the week this week is the Moza Mini-Me Gimbal. A gimbal is just simply a little cradle that you can use to hold your mobile phone out there whenever you're videoing something that kind of eliminates some of the shakes and things that you see whenever people take their mobile phone videos. So one of the reasons I wanted to experiment with this, many of our videos that we do on the ITC TechShare YouTube channel are a little bit more formal. You know, I do a lot of green screen material where I do a screencast behind me and, and me in front and then being able to use digital ink and things like that. However, particularly at the start of the semester, uh, when we're kind of doing some triage out there with support, when we have many, many problems coming in and we just need to take care of the problem and go on to the next one, uh, sometimes just a really short video works really well and I'm going to be experimenting a little bit with this gimbal and just making some a little bit more informal type videos kind of more like a vlogging type experience and I think that will be helpful out there for our faculty and our students and uh, hopefully be able to get that turnaround time between a question because usually whenever one faculty member has a problem or a question there are going to be additional faculty with similar problems so uh, if, if we can be a little bit more efficient with that and uh, maybe avoid some frustration at the beginning of the semester by providing some quick turnaround time and just some little quick little video mini, mini tutorials. I think that will be very, very helpful, as well as maybe make it a little bit more interesting and a little bit more free-flowing. So my technology pick of the week this week is the Moza Mini-Me Gimbal. 
that wraps it up for episode 220 of Tech Talk for Teachers. Show notes for this episode and archived episodes are available on the web at the EIU Instructional Technology Center website at eiu.edu slash itc. Until next time, this is Tom Grissom. Keep on learning.